Shut up and sit down. Well, good evening and morning and all the other things, everybody. This is episode 71 of Third Shift. I am Mr. Eric, the one and only Grand Emperor of all things in the slums. That is I. And with me is the inglorious bastard, Mr. Matt himself. No, I am the glorious king of all the things. We've established this already. I gave you a good intro the last time before the time. You know, I can't, I can't always give them to you. Your, your head's too big for your house. It's, it's just that's how it should. It's not be. working that's, out for this you. This is how it's supposed to be. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So, as always, you guys know the routine. What in the world, Matt? Happened this week? Anything awesome? Uh, quite a few awesome things actually. First of all, being I believe it was Friday. Yeah, Friday last week, so the day the show dropped, so I didn't have a chance to talk about it. I dropped a To The Mat article all about NXT War Games. That was a lot of fun to go back, see some of my favorite matches of at least the past you know few months since the last TakeOver. Some of the matches I've enjoyed maybe most out of the year for NXT. I mean, there's some, there's been some really awesome stuff, but that was a really awesome pay-per-view. So it's fun going back through, watching it again, writing up my feelings on it. Also, Baboom on Tuesday went and saw a reading of six different plays at the Williamson Theater. That was fantastic. That was the best day. Ah, just get out of work and just go inhabit fantastical lands and laugh, have laugh riots, see all my favorite actors up on the stage, you know, coming in and out, swapping in and out, reading all the different plays. Ton of fun there. Going to go see another play on Saturday that I'll talk about next week on Third Shift. Let's see, what else do I have written down here? <laughs> oh, I got a little interim promotion, sort of. I'm in the, in, the, in the works in that. Got that this week. So, I mean, I've been working it for a couple weeks, but it's officially official, sort of, now. So that's cool. Everyone's got to gotta respect me. I get to throw my weight around at work. That's kind of fun. You know, tell this guy to shut up, tell him to just throw paper at the machine, tell DFC to just, who cares about what your needs or wants, just get out of my face. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Don't shake your head at me. Don't shake your head at me. Hey, I get to tell you what to do. Shut up. No, that is that is completely inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> so other than that, just been a week of delicious Thanksgiving leftovers and all kinds of good stuff. Oh, what? Uh, did I see Thor Ragnarok this week? Yes, it did. Saw that on mm-hmm. Sunday with my aunt and my mom. Went off to the $2 theater over in Grand Ledge. That was a really good show. Really had a bunch of fun with that. And I think that's pretty much it for the week. Did, like, next to no gaming. But it's Musashi time. I'm reading my favorite book, Musashi. It's the end of the year. You read Musashi at the end of the year. So I'm doing that right now. What about you, Eric? What you been doing this week? Oh, man. Well, you know what? Did I talk about ever going to the Winter Wonderland, Bronner's? I don't think you did, actually. Okay, I don't think I did either. I did this two weeks ago, so I'm a little stale on it. But, hey, you know what? I went to Bronner's, or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's Bronner's. It's Bronner's. Bronner's. Yeah. Okay. Now, if y'all don't know, it's the world's largest Christmas store, and it is freaking insane. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you look, Christmas this, Christmas that, Christmas decorations, Christmas everything, Christmassy, 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 Christmassy. However, I went at the wrong time of the year because you know what time of the year it is? It's Christmas time mm-hmm. of the year. And so when I went in there, your sardines, and you're moving. It's You ever seen like the inside of people's bodies? And you see like their veins and arteries, and you see the blood cells moving and going and just mm-hmm. bumping against one another. That's what it is in there. You don't get to see anything. That's the problem. <laughs> you see everything and you see nothing. 
You see the things, uh-huh. but you can't touch or stop to see the things. You just have to keep moving in this weird little. And that's all. That's all. And you don't stop. Like for example, there was a beautiful little town, a little cool town with the train going mm-hmm. through it. Oh, and I, you know, I've always dreamed of having my own little Christmas town to build. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, they got several different stations. Oh, but guess what? Hey, you know what? You can't stop. <laughs> hey, there it is. Look at that. I want to go see how much that is. Uh, uh, you're getting pushed. Sweaty bodies. Women pushing you. You don't want to touch them because you don't want sexual harassment. So you just like keep moving, trying to keep your hands to yourself and just move. Uh, see, that's it was terrible. That's the beauty of it. I have never once gone up there at Christmas time. Anytime I go, it's literally any other time of the year. So it's like, oh man, I get to just walk around. And they, you know, there are still some people who bump into you just because they're going, I'm a person in a store with a cart. And I'm going to run into humans. But I love it there because it's at those times of the year, it's all wide open. You can see everything. You can see how, like, there are Christmas ornaments for literally everything in that store. Every single event and every single, yeah, I, you see that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get to actually stop and enjoy it. And that was the only thing. And don't get me wrong, I liked the experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and there's something to be said for going to that place during the Christmas season. Yeah, yeah. That's just fair. because, you know, it's, it's, it's at that time of the year, you're in the, you're in the Christmas mood. Mm hmm. Whereas if going in like June, it would still be great and fun, and I'd love to go just so I can actually look at prices and figure out if, you know, making one of those villages would be something to do in the future mm-hmm. or not. But at that time, you obviously don't give two poops and a win about Christmas, so you're just like, oh, this is neat. Okay, but well, see, it's kind of fun that way too because you can be like, pick out certain ornaments. Oh, this is going to be really cool on the tree this year. Or when we started the podcast, hey, I found a little microphone ornament because I started the podcast this year. That's going to be on the tree. Forever from now on. Bam. There we go. Which is awesome. Yeah. I agree. That's pretty cool. So I want to go again, and my uh, my in-laws are coming into town here in the next couple of weeks. Or not in-laws. Well, one's in-laws. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Family's coming into town, <laughs> and they're they're interested in going. Uh-huh. But I'm terrified because it's going to, for sure, even it's going to be even more packed than it was when I went. And it was already to the point where you can't do anything. And I don't want to bring my kids again no, at no. all, period. Because... I, any second you could have lost your kids like in a flash i lost my wife i think three or four times and we were trying to stick together you know what i mean <laughs> and it's that bad i'm i'm I kid you not it was just like any moment like a, a small fluxation in the in the weird little this weird little movement and she'd get bumped by a guy and then just pushed off and then just pushed off in the opposite direction force of current and then she's ended up like a quarter mile back in the store she she went through she got forced through a capillary from an artery to a vein and now she's going this way yep going the wrong way going back to get regenerated you know it's like oh it's the wrong way no come back awesome oh god that's good so we did all that i forgot to mention it probably because who knows why but that was fun. Mm. This week, however, I didn't do too much. Been a real chill last week. This last weekend uh, was a rough weekend. The kids were sick. All sorts of banana lands going on. I spent uh, a 48-hour period awake going to the hospital, ER, all that good stuff. Just kids sick, nothing big. Just the usuals, dehydrations and sicknesses and problems. You know, fun times. Anywho's, <laughs> it's been a long week. There's not much game. Just not, not much gaming, <laughs> not much fun. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Someday, you know, I'm going to get back to being a normal human. Mm-hmm. 
And we're going to play video games. In fact, we're going to try to tomorrow night. It's going to be good. Yeah, we are, because we have a Third Shift pre-sequel party going on. You, me, and Danny will be there, and our buddy Sean will be there. And I'll probably put it up on my Twitch stream. It'll probably be called, like, Drunk Game of Thrones Episode 6, because no matter how many times I change the title on my streams, it apparently never takes. So look look for that on uh, Friday. <laughs> look for me, me playing cool. Drunk Game of Thrones, even though it's pre-sequel. It'll be great. Pre-sequel. That's all right. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> so we've both talked about what the hell we're doing. Let's jump into what the hell's going on around here, all right? Well, we got to say what as a team we did first. No, we did we do anything as a team? Yeah, we did IG2G episode 19, sucker. Oh, my God. God, you're right. It was this Sunday. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> the weekend's blur, man. It's all blur. It already seems like forever ago, but that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I brought all the good news in my little good news sack. That was the bad news bear. What the hell happened yeah, there? Yeah, thanks for that, Eric. Jeez. We st- oh, man. started and ended the show on a down note, and I tried to like put like a little tent pole of good news up, and it just, the sides just sagged down down. It was very now sad. you know my struggle, Matt. Now you know my that's struggle. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then coming up next week, we don't have anything. No Talented Tuesday art competition. Unless you guys want to challenge us, send us your fan art. We'll respond with ours. Show us that you care. Show us that you love us. Send us some of your fine art. Mm. But you know who does care about us? It's Gearbox Software. Because we got shift codes for golden keys in Borderlands too. <laughs> yes. So hit up the Twitter, hit up the Reddit, hit up the forums, hit up the preferred shift code provider, and go grab those up. And on a side note, did you make sure that you got all those pre-sequel keys, Matt, and ready for tomorrow? I actually loaded in, and I have 35 keys just sitting on the account, so that's more than enough. No, you need to get them. You need to get them shift codes. Gearbox has been providing us with thousands of keys. You need to go backlog and get them all downloaded. So tomorrow night, you can just rain the happiness. Here, here we on go. Us. If we're sitting there and opening thirty-five loot boxes, I'm gonna go off the stream and I'm gonna go drink in the corner alone. <laughs> just That's so true. you guys are actually ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's true. Never mind. All right. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fine. So I was just trying to make a relevant. <laughs> so rolling on into the gearbox area, we'll start off with the Battleborn free rotation for you guys because there's not much else to talk about in that. This week we've got Alani, Isaac, Whiskey Foxtrot, Deandy, Marquis, and Oscar Mike. What do you think about this lineup, dude? Oh, I like this lineup, man. This is a good one. Alani, obviously. Pff, pff, how can you go wrong? <laughs> Except that DPS has been nerfed. God bless. But she's still amazing. I love her forever. Mm-hmm. Isaac, you know, whatever. Pfft, silly character. No one likes Isaac, right? Right, huh? exactly. Huh? I'm winking my eye, Matt. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I can't tell because usually your eyes are so so glary and glassy from your glasses. I see your computer monitors more than I see your eyeballs. <laughs> nice. Uh, then you got Whiskey, of course, who's awesome. Dandy, Marquis, and, of course, the staple of them all, Oscar mm-hmm. Mike. All these characters are fun to play. All of them a ton of fun. I don't see anything wrong with this setup. You got deeps, you got snipes, you got heals, you got sort of a tank. It's it's fine. Now see, it's funny that you said you got heals because when I first looked at it, I was looking across, I read the names, and I looked at the picture, and I went, where's the healer? And I looked to the left, and I went, oh, yeah. See, I'm used to, like, the 10 HP heals. That's not that's oh, not come healing. on. That's, that's <laughs> such BS. Jeez, oh, pizza. I'm used to an Alani that charges forward and just kind of like stands there and like maybe, hey, dude, here's four HP. Here you go. Okay. 
I heal. Uh, sorry, I just healed myself to full. I can't. I can't do anything for you guys. <laughs> Here's a riptide. Oh, I aimed it that way. Get over there. No, it's gone. I aimed. I aimed it at the enemies. Yeah. Here's a riptide. I pushed <laughs> him forward. Jump in front of me and absorb all the fire. No. Oh, no. because you know I always take that damage buff on the riptide. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you know why I do it, Matt? We've explained this before. Yeah, hey, I'm not going back into the deep dive. We've already done it. Let's not. Okay. But I agree. Pretty fun rotation. Isaac would be the only one for me because I've never been an Isaac guy. Everyone else have a lot of fun with. Marquis is your standard sniper. So if you're a good sniper person, you got a good sniper there. Fun times, good stuff all around. There you go. Then I think next up in the fairly small news segment, we got Hello Neighbor that is dropping on the 8th of December, and they released a new gameplay trailer for that. Did you have a chance to check that out? I did indeed check it out, and I was loving it. I just, I like the whole concept of the game in general, but of course I just love how they've added in all the cool little like, not scare tactics, but when he's near, you start shaking, mm. and then you get that weird music going, and then this, this stupid, weird, wonky crap, he's like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks me up every time. <laughs> I just start laughing. Oh, gosh. Awesome. But it, it, I'm the only thing I'm worried about, and I know I've watched all the different trailers and little videos they put out, is that it's, it's going to be freaking tough. Mm-hmm. Because I constantly see the smallest thing go wrong and the dude's right on your rear end grabbing you. I constantly see locked doors in which you have to have found keys or some other way to get in. And then, of course, he's right on you and gets rid of you. Mm-hmm. So it looks like you are going into a very difficult scenario. It's not going to be, you know, like, oh, hey, this is fun. Not too ch- It's challenging, but not that challenging. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be one of those punishing games where you're going to have to go in 50 times to get through one or two rooms and then 50 more times to figure out the next room well maybe it'll maybe it'll throw that puzzle element in there where you know here's all the things that you know you got stopped here and here so on the Mm -hmm. way through all the stuff you know keep an eye out for what could possibly cut the power to the fuse box or what could hide a key that would open up that door over here well what it reminded me of is edge of tomorrow yeah yeah that's exactly what i think of every time i see anything on this this title is I'm like, okay, go in, ran over here, duh, 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 duh. oh, nope, he murdered me. Okay, well, now I run over here. Oh, no, he murdered me. Okay, run over here, succeeded. Boom, next step, mm-hmm. next step, next step. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and this trailer just made me look forward to it even more because obviously it adds in the basement layer. You've got all of the top ends, the second decks, and it looks like some weird wonky areas where he's, like, tall and you're short. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if those are, like, nightmares. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to check it out and... Uh, Start talking about it. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. So that's it for Hello Neighbor. We're going to move on to the wonderful Fortnite boys and girls. And they've got a whole, hey, this is what we're up to. This is what we're going to be doing in the future. It's called the Battle Royale State of Development V3. Did anything in this stand out to you, Matt? Not a ton, but that was the one. I kind of dived more into the patch notes, and then that came out later, and I kind of skimmed it, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool, and that sounds cool. But I didn't really dig into the meat on that one. What about you? Okay. Well, first off, team killing's been an issue. Yeah. People have talked about it quite a bit. They said they dropped the ball. They're going to be looking into that, fixing, patching things up, trying to make right on that. So that's cool. Um, and beyond that, the inventory revamp is something that I was super excited about, and I know you should be because it's something we've talked mm-hmm. about before. They're going to be going through, redoing the whole entire inventory screen, how it's set up, how it looks, and how to get rid of things, drop items, oh, yeah. the whole nine yards. 
That is awesome because the inventory for me is just kind of a mess. It's hard to figure out what you actually own, what you got to like craft. and It's just a pain when you're in the middle of a firefight and you're just trying to put on a new weapon or, or if you have to go craft something real quick to put it on, it's, it's a pain in the butt. Were they saying that was just for Battle Royale or was that for both? This is a Battle Royale state of development. I, I do 100% agree with that because even in the main game, let alone Battle Royale, like if you pick up a trap and a gun, that you fact that you have to like tab over to the different areas of the menu to equip or drop or use any of those things has always been a problem. And even just navigating the whole thing on its own, even in just the weapons menu, well, I've got to scroll over here and then slot it into the right slot that I want it to be in, and in Battle Royale, you don't have time for that. So, yes, definitely needed. 100% agree with that. And beyond that, there's several other things, actually. they got the post-match stats they're working on. Yep. They want to update those to see so you can see more stats that benefit how you play, kind of showing you what you did right, what you did wrong, and other areas, just basically improving that in general so you feel more part of the match and can kind of get a better uh, estimate of your abilities and what you did and what your team did as well in that whole area. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted that. I hope they implement that in the story mode as well. Oh, more stats to me is always better. I just like seeing what the hell's going on in general. Yeah, because even just the stats we get of, oh, crafting, battle, and utility or whatever, that doesn't really say anything. Like, if you if there were even more specific ones, like, hey, crafted the most traps, traps did the most damage, most weapon damage, most X's found, something like that, just any kind of cool thing you can mm. throw up onto that, that end screen leaderboard or, you know, just for yourself to look at, that's cool. I like that. And this one you might be interested in, too. You got the uh, map updates. They are going to be adding new points of interest in the maps of the Battle Royale mm-hmm. because they said that there's a lot of areas that's just empty and nothing here and there. Yeah, there's a lot of dead, dead zones. Yes. So they're going to be adding some new points of interest with buildings, you know, popped up together, whatever it is, so that we can go in, explore, find weapons, find things to help you complete the match, win, et cetera, et cetera, which is awesome. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And they went on with about cosmetics, which, you know, was cool. There's more. Obviously, that's just humdrum. You know, go read that if you want to know more about mm-hmm. it. Audio was something I thought was neat. Oh, yeah, this and was this cool. this was something relevant. Yes. They went ahead and they said, hey, footsteps on different surfaces, we want to go ahead and integrate because as of now, it's the same for anything. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea if they're coming from the grass, if they're already in the building, da-da-da-da-da-da. It's a pain in the butt. So they're fixing that. They're working on that. And then they're also going to be adding in... Um, your friendly's footsteps are going to be diminished when they're in proximity to you. Mm-hmm. So that way, if they're stomping around like an idiot and you're trying to listen and see if you can hear somebody coming from outside, you'll still be able to do that because they won't be on your radar as big time as the uh, outside enemy is. Yeah, another thing I thought was cool in that whole footsteps zone, I mean, those are both really good things. I like those, is they were talking about how to better scale like the verticality of footstep noises because if you're like up on top of the tower and you just hear footsteps... I mean, they could be just above you, just below you, 18 miles below you on the very ground, walking around on the grass. It, you know, they, they said they were going to address that, and that's obviously needed because there have been so many times, even when I haven't been playing with you, I'm up in the hayloft on the barn and I hear somebody. Where is he? I have no idea what he's walking on, there where he right. is. There's just there's just footsteps. Look up, look down. Look, he's not he's not inside. He must be on the roof somehow. I, I I had no way to figure that out other than just running around the barn myself in every single area of it. So that should be good. 
And then uh, besides some on the horizon stuff, one other thing that really caught my interest was the limited time modes that they've been talking about. And what this is, and I'm going to read this verbatim, is we are introducing limited time modes in December. Limited time modes are temporary experience with special conditions that provide new ways to play and allow us to run fun experiments. We'll announce what our first limited time mode is soon. It's going to be epic. Nice. I'm hoping this is what I've been talking about and you've been talking about. Is a smaller, shorter, fun, compact experience to do something and have a good time, but be in and out like that. That way I'm not wasting time. And, and I don't waste too much time in Battle Royale to begin with. Mm. So that's not really too big of an issue. But even so, I just want some nice, quick, fun experiences where I got, hey, you know what? I got 12 minutes. All right, let's go do this mode. Brrr, have a good time. I'm out. Okay, get the kids around. I'm out the door. Or maybe even, even if it's not just a limited clock experience, but maybe something like uh, double damage is on. So you're not running around picking at each other as much or everybody mm-hmm. just gets rockets so it's basically one hit kills it'll just it'll tighten it up and heck even if you did want to do just a, a time-based thing storm shrink twice as fast three times as fast yeah play area is half the map battle bus you know shoots out double speed so everyone's just dropping everywhere any kind of cool thing like that any kind of way to freshen up you know the scenarios the whole battle royale mode like I said, I'm not a huge fan, so you know, changes up, cool limited run things like this, they get me in there more often. I enjoy it as it is, but yeah, anything that's going to make it even more fun or just ridiculous and hilarious, I'm all about. And if it shortens it up a little bit, then I'm doubly on board because guess what? Time is of the essence. Oh, I thought you were going to say time is money, friend, and tie it into our I World of gonna, Warcraft thing. I Come was on. gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> I was scared to. It's like, I don't want people to know I love World of Warcraft, can't tell. Well, here's another limited time mode you can do, is just be really awful at it. Jump into the middle of everybody jumping off the battle bus. <laughs> just, Only got five minutes. Just, uh, jump off. Oh, I oh, lost. I oh, no. Oh, I got punched to death. That's uh, it. Okay. See? Perfect. No, thank you, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> Eric Batten ain't about that plus 50 life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I die 50 or under. That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> so once you see number 50 go down, then you can be like, all right, throw me to the wolves. Whatever. Yep, I'm fine with that, you know? I'm a 50-under guy. <laughs> as, as I get to that point, I'm a happy camper. Uh, so speaking of limited-run scenarios, twists and tweaks on the game, Fortnite Mares did finally come to an end with this re- most recent patch. It ended on the 29th. So I think it said if you have more than 500 Halloween candy tickets... Those will be converted into Halloween llamas as soon as you boot up the game, so you're not really losing out on any loot there. In this patch, which is 1.9.1, they also have Xbox One X enhancements. So if you are a bazillionaire and you have a really cool brand new console that's the best console you could ever have, now you're going to have uh, cooler stuff in the game there. It's going to run better. It's going to look nicer. Props to you. Hey, you spent the money. You deserve a little something special. This patch also has some good stuff for you Battle Royale people. It's got a new smoke bomb item that you can find in the chests and any kind of loot tables, any kind of where you can find those. I've been seeing people making plays with the smoke bomb on Twitch already that the Fortnite Twitter account has been retweeting. People have been doing some good stuff. I mean, it looks like a really cool weapon. It just, it's a smoke bomb and it's really obscuring when you're in there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I did see those videos as well of people messing around with it and I was like, oh man, 
how good would that be when we sit in our little little hideout, Matt, and we're just sitting there chatting and talking about life and having a good time, and we hear footsteps. We just pop a smoke bomb, and we run away no, no. to the next little camp. See, what we do is we sit in our little hut, we hear footsteps, we pop smoke bombs, so it looks like hot box, and then we put on our bush costumes. They're like, oh, it's just two bushes in there smoking it up. That's all it is. <laughs> we slowly crawl out, and then put our little bushes right by the two posts. Uh-huh. And then when the smoke clears, it's like, oh, it's two bushes and nothing. That's weird. <laughs> they must have ran away. And then they walk away. We just come back go up. back and hide up again. We're fine. Don't shoot them. Just... <laughs> nope. Don't kill them. Just let them go. I didn't manage to pick up a gun. All I picked up was a smoke bomb and a bush. Well, <laughs> now we got our scenario. Use what you got. Oh, yeah. Then oh, also something I am very excited about for Save the World mode is that Mutant Storms are coming back. And if anybody doesn't remember those from, I believe they came in with Horde Bash. Those are the ones with specialty conditions that would buff up the enemies and weaken you. So those were a lot of fun. I hope they crank it up a little bit more and get some double negative stats. Because some of the ones were like, oh, they explode in a radius. You know, once you kill a husk, it explodes in a little radius. Well, I don't get that close to husks. I shoot with my gun. So those didn't worry me that much. And there were a couple other ones that were pretty cool so i mean if they if you can stack them up doubly and make it extra hard maybe just have one of those with a triple or double stack and then have you know normal one stackers all around now an idea i'll mention i don't know if they utilize this or not i didn't really mess with this one that much is you know in world of warcraft they've got these things called mythics right okay mm-hmm. and now the different level of mythic you do adds in different effects so if you do like a mythic level one two three four five they just add in one extra effect. You do up above to 10, they add in two effects, three effects, four effects. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe change this up to the same kind of thing. Hey, I want to do a Mutant Storm level five. So you get a couple effects and then let the player dictate what kind of effects they're getting. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six. That way they're in their their environment, you know, where they're comfortable. Now, see, what would be doubly cool is playing off of that, if you could actually pick the specific effects for your round, like even, you know, an ability to build custom games, then it'd be like the Halo Skulls. All right, we're going to turn on this, 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 and this. But the rewards will go up like six different levels each time you put Depending a negative on what one you on. Picked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be awesome. And then playing off the loot thing, guess what else they added? Oh, yeah, they got Vendertech weapons, Mr. Matt. These suckers look awesome. Oh, yeah. They're like a cool, like, construction futuristic-looking setup going. Mm-hmm. Little, like, LED lightings on them, little construction, like, little plates across the different weapons. I like this set. I think it looks awesome. I want it. I want to get in there, and I want the loot. And that's what they need to be doing is making you want the loot. Mm-hmm which gets you to play the games, get in there in the matches, try to find the loot, et cetera, et cetera. Perfect. I'm enjoying it. Yep, definitely agree with that. And then aside from that, it's mostly bug fixes, performance enhancements, you know, the usual small stuff. So if you want all the details on that, hit up Fortnite, hit up uh, Epic Games. They'll have all the info for you. Indeed they will, Mr. Matt. And, of course, who else always has info for us, Matt? Man, you know what? That's Compulsion Games. That's right. Over there with the We Happy Few, they had their journal last week, which was the winter is coming, or is it? And they talked about all sorts of good stuff. And foremost, I wanted to mention that uh, they had some of their you know reviews of the game come back to them. Mm-hmm. And then they said that there's an issue they have with the first couple hours of the game and getting it so you understand what you're doing. And we talked about this before, and they said they were going to go in and kind of tweak it. 
mm-hmm. apparently it wasn't enough or just didn't get quite where they wanted it because now they're like, okay, we got to go back to the drawing board with the first couple hours and totally redo this so that way you understand what you're doing, how it's happening, why it's happening, and on top of that, be extremely fun and enjoyable because as everybody knows, if you don't like the first couple hours, you're bouncing. Oh, they yeah. don't want that. So mm-hmm. they want you to stick around for the whole game. And I thought that was really cool They just explained that because of those reviews, they're going to go back in and just tweak the whole freaking first couple of hours to make it worthwhile, make it awesome, make it what they want it to be and what everybody else is going to want it to be. That's always a good thing. Another good thing that I saw that they have tweaked in the game is they were saying that anytime you picked up a crafting material, it would show you literally every single recipe in the entire game that used that. So you'd pick up like one box of bricks and it would you could craft 18 million things and it was just way too much crafting overload. So they said they're trying to pare that down to kind of where you're at in the game and the things you're going to try to be making at that point in the game. So when you pick up your box of bricks, maybe it's glue two bricks together with a stick and now you got brick bat. As opposed to, you know, when you have to craft the ultimate weapon and you need one brick and 18 million other things. So I thought this was a good thing because anytime you get menus or crafting overload, like when Fortnite originally kind of popped out, it was just way too much. I feel like it's really smart to pare that down to, all right, he's just started the game. He's in hour one. He has no chance of building this, 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 that. Take those out. Maybe once he's got two or three or four of the items, show him the recipe. Well, and they were also playing it smart, too, by saying they were going to add them into quest rewards, things like that. Yeah. And that's perfect. That's what you do because, as you said, you can hand them out when you think the player should be in the appropriate range for said item. And then it makes the player feel awesome because they get a reward that's satisfying. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, now I can craft this weapon or this piece of uh, gear which will hide me better, whatever it is. And they feel rewarded, they feel happy. And then they got a better understanding already at that point of the crafting system. So when this thing's got some more complicated ingredients or whatever you need, you know what you're doing. It doesn't feel scary or overwhelming. And you make it. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Another thing that interested me was that they were talking about how the enemies, when they were confronting you as a player, oh, yeah. they were just like kind of grouping up and then like they weren't interacting with one another. So just like every NPC thought it was the only one coming at you. Mm-hmm. And they went ahead and now they're going to be smartening up the NPCs so they understand that there's other NPCs with them and they'll acknowledge one another, which of course is awesome mm-hmm. and fully immerses you into the game. So just that in general, I was like, oh, okay, that's 10 times better than what they originally were going to do. And then they went a step above beyond that. They said, well, we don't want them all just to pile in on you like you know crack monkeys here. So they've got programming now where they'll space out and kind of like try to sur- surround you and mm-hmm. come at you. So you get that you know that feeling of you know real people coming at you and want to take you out. And then they uh, then they talked about a little bit about you escaping and saying that they still made sure that it wasn't going to be like a, a jump fest and you're just going to get beat up. They, they they made sure that there was routes to get out, mm-hmm. but it wasn't going to be easy. Yeah. And I thought that was just cool. Even just seeing the write-up was really cool. And then seeing the like the animation rig picture that they put up with like one person directly in front, two kind of flanking him on the sides, and then the other two kind of flanking you in the back, but there was enough like space to the sides where if you looked and you tried to go over to that way, then the person in front would probably shift and the person in back would probably shift. So it would create, I mean, 
create the illusion that you're surrounded, but you really are without having it be just a wall of humanity there. Mm-hmm. And they said they were making tweaks to like the the push or disarm or whatever whatever the blocking action it was. and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. They said they they would block your stuff, and so you'd have to. Like use a shove, shove. I think is what it was. Shove like it. Yep, you, yep. You get a shove animation to try and break up their their encirclement. So I, yeah, that the whole you're getting you're getting chased, you're getting surrounded, you're trying to find your way out of that. That really piqued my interest. That sounded pretty awesome. I think the last thing of interest for this this last week's uh, shindig was uh, they talked a little bit about the area. There was a, a lot of areas that were kind of uh, disjoint, not disjointed. What's the right word? Basically, empty would be the right word, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You were going from one area to the next, and it was completely possible for you to miss like some parts of the little town yeah. that would have like side quests and stuff in it. So they restructured it all to where it was much easier to see and get to those little areas and then pick mm-hmm. up your side quests, which made the area smaller in general, but made it easier to navigate and then accomplish said missions and do things, which is cool by me. Yeah, I like the way that they said that they spiraled out the side quests from these little hamlets that they created to kind of, you know, it'll get you going in that that spiral outwards, and then, hey, maybe you see that the next town is over there. Mm -hmm. So once I'm done turning this into Billy, I know i got to go northwest over there to find the next thing. That's pretty cool. But yeah. I, th- but I think you're lying about that being the last interesting thing. Oh, what? A, what else did I? Mi- what did I miss here? Because way, way early, I think it was one of the production dudes said that he went out to. I don't know if he said we went out to L.A., oh, but he said yes, he went out right. to L.A. because yes. no, they because right. they've optioned We Happy Few for a movie. There's no obvious plan set in stone or anything yet, and movie projects fail or don't get picked up all the time. But this is the kind of thing Hollywood loves. Hey, here's an over oppressive government society that's making you take your you take your joy. I mean, this it's 1984. It's Brave New World. It's V for Vendetta. It's The Matrix, kind of in a certain way. I mean, Hollywood loves this kind of thing. I can't see this not being a good movie if they do pick it up. I would agree, but the reason I did initially just forget about it was because even Sam himself was like, "Hey, you know, this is this is the thing we did, and we're super proud of it." But it's probably never going to see the late day, so don't even think about it. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I won't think about it. But he was just being, yeah, you know, like, hey, you know, this is something we're moving towards, but don't, like, actually think it's real yet. Because, of course, as he said, movies get dropped constantly. Mm-hmm. Everything's in flux. You never know until it happens. Just making sure you definitely temper your expectations. But just the thought of it and seeing it up on the big screen, you know, seeing somebody uh, having one of those scenes where, like, like, no, 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 I, I'll take my joy, I swear. And they're lowering the mask with the hooks on it over somebody's face. Mm-hmm. Creepy and unnerving, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, what could be, you know? I mm-hmm. look forward to seeing if it happens. And a lot of it, I bet, honestly, it probably have to do with how well the game does. You know, if the game does pretty well and people are on board and liking it, I think you might get someone to pick it up a lot quicker than if the game just goes under the radar and disappears. It's still a great concept, but still, people like to go with what, you know, if something's already familiar, something's already popular. So hopefully it does well, and then it can be a movie. Or in this day and age, I mean, you can do independently produced stuff that still gets out there eventually. You could do a little Netflix show or Amazon-produced original Which I think would be the better way to do this, because, like, Twin Peaks, Stranger Things, people are in love with this kind of weird, kooky shit nowadays. That's true, yeah. So you bring out something like We Happy Few in a Netflix original or something like that, mm-hmm. I think you'd have people eating it up like candy. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I think that does actually finally wrap up Compulsion Games. And what else happened this week? Oh, my goodness, on Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Nerdvana Live. So before we get into the nitty-gritty overall, did you enjoy this episode? Uh, This one was a strange episode for me. Uh, I felt like they had a lot of topics they were trying to cover, but they kept, uh, I don't know, it was off-topic or kind of, they were skipping around a bunch, I felt like. I felt like uh, they were talking to one another but then they would just stop that conversation and move on to something else immediately mm. and i don't feel like a lot of lines got all the way through if you know what i'm saying yeah i agree with that i think mikey brought a lot of good energy to the show so i enjoyed it overall more than you know kind of the i wouldn't say like drier shows that they've had but you know there's shows where we're just kind of kicking around back and forth and having somebody more zany kind of brought the energy level up even if like you said, a lot of topics didn't get finished or got one really good example of or an instance where Mikey brought up a topic and then it just kind of got forgotten about and left because they were talking about something else. So I, I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was, well, I didn't eye roll out of this one, although I almost did, and I might as well just segue into it. Hey, why are we having people calling about Borderlands 3? Why? <laughs> especially and and this one did drive me nuts because hey look it's a forum moderator and i've seen on the forums where moderators come in and shut down discussions of people when people are talking amongst themselves saying hey they've said they can't comment on that guys you really need to stop talking about it we might close the thread well if you enforce that rule on the forum why are you calling into the show to try and get him to talk about something you can't talk about well why yes i agree the Borderlands Three thing, I think we gotta we gotta get out of there, and and I think they're trying to move towards that. You know, they they started with saying they want to talk more about this subject, this subject during the episode, which is awesome, and I think they need to continue to do, but also stick to it, mm-hmm. because I think that's what's happening right now is it's like real loose. They're, they're like, all right, we're gonna talk about the Xbox One X, but then they talk about it for about five fifteen minutes, and then whew, that's it. And then it's back to just whatever, Gearbox, uh, Borderlands, anything going on. It's like, you know, focus on that because you're not going to talk about Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. So why? why? Why let people ask questions about it? Why bring it up at all? And I think the other issue is, you know, when they have those conversations, I feel like, well, I mean, obviously it's still the first few episodes. They're feeling out the structure of it and all that stuff. But I feel like it's like, hey, let's have a conversation about the Xbox One X. And when there starts to be a little bit of a lull in it, it's like, hey, want to take a caller? Caller, what do you want to talk about? Hey, how about that Borderlands 3? Oh, so you're not integrated into the conversation at all because you don't... Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't call about it. I feel like sometimes the callers are just in there, and then they just derail whatever they were talking about to talk about, obviously, Borderlands 3 for the most part. But, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes other stuff. And it's just, it's got got a flow. You got to get the callers into the flow of what's talking about, you know. Mm -hmm. So basically, you just need to manage those callers, keep the topic on whatever subjects you want to talk about that week are, and I think we'll we'll have something going. Mm Mm-hmm. I really do. But right now, it's just a little disjointed. I do like the fact that they brought on Mike Newman. It was pretty cool having a guest, you know, especially of that, that uh, caliber already on, rocking and rolling. Mm. And then next week, they've got, a, you know, Sam Winkler on with Elisa. So another really cool, unique episode happening. I like where it's going. I just hope that they, uh, they focus it up, get some topics that they want to keep to, and then have the callers calling in about those said topics. 
and have a conversation and maybe do like a five minutes at the end where it's a free-for-all question from a caller or something. Yeah. Because I want this podcast to stick around, but I don't feel like it can if every week it's just a few minutes of random talk about whatever's going on, but then just Borderlands 3 question, another random weird question about Borderlands in general, but then, of course, lead into what can you say in Borderlands 3 that might happen, blah, 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 blah. And and I think Danny even said it in our Facebook group where we talk about these kind of things. When a Borderlands 3 question comes up, it just needs to be, hey, we can't comment on that, and then move on. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we can't really comment on that. What else do you have for us? Oh, nothing. Okay, well, that. Because I think in this episode, Randy went on for like, I mean, he made some good points as to what the guy was talking about. But there was a lot of, there was almost like five minutes of, well, you know, we really can't discuss what we really can announce, and we haven't really announced it, so we can't really discuss it. You know, the rationale behind it all that, well, you and I have heard a million times. A lot of, pe- a lot of other people have, too. And I feel like it's just, it just dragged on and on and on. It boils down to structuring of the show, too. It's, hey, if it comes up, hey, sorry, we can't really talk about it. How else can we help you? you know, clip it and move it on, get it flowing in a good mm-hmm. in a good manner. I agree. I agree fully. And then the details, what did they talk about this week that was of interest? Well, I don't remember a lot of specific topics because they kind of bounced around a lot. But the one thing that I did want to make sure I brought up was that I thought Mikey brought up a really cool point where they were talking about the evolution of games and how they started off on these games where you really had to use your imagination because there wasn't any graphical ability to show you what was going on. And Mikey said, I think I almost have it word for word, but he said, you know, our graphical capability is so good right now. And he thinks that hurts some of the storytelling or almost like the industry sometimes compared to how things used to be. And I thought that was a really cool and interesting point and a good topic of conversation for them to have. But then Randy had already started a story and Mikey kind of shot in with that. And so Randy just continued his story and it never came up again. I would much rather see some beautiful pixel art thing where I kind of put my imagination into it and it's this whole world that I couldn't possibly see anywhere else versus this like gritty, disgusting, realistic thing that you could mm-hmm. literally see. And it was it like, could happen in real life. Huh. And it's like, well, the, the one is so much more impressive because it's so out there. And then it's just like everything's focused on making it realistic. And this is what it would really look like versus kind of like you can imagine whatever you want and put it in those pixels or that graphical style. Like put, put Last of Us up against The Last Night. Which one is more visually interesting? Which one do you want to explore and see and live in? Last Night. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that is an awesome topic of conversation. But, but due to the fact that it was kind of it didn't happen. Yeah. And like I was in earlier in that conversation, uh, Randy was bringing up a really cool topic, which I always enjoy listening to those comment- people commentate about, which is the generational gap in video oh, yeah. games and how you know the older generation still exists and still rules the world, and they have no knowledge of video games. They still consider them to be garbage, nothing, children, mm-hmm. and how that the world's literally going to change when the gamers take over because mm-hmm. it's not just a stupid medium that means nothing to them. So therefore, there's going to be all sorts of small things in the video game world that change. But Mikey just brought up a point about Obama and Trump or something, and then just that guy like sh- literally just shotgunned it to death <laughs> instantly. And I was like, no, I want to 
I want to still have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Mikey apparently wasn't having it, so. I feel like a lot of their really good <laughs> conversational points either did have those, like, derailments, or sometimes they kind of went, yeah, man, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, but yeah, man, it, engage on that but subject. But what's, what's your opinion on it? You know, feel yeah. free. Let me hear it. I don't uh-huh. care if it's con- you know contradicts Randy's or something, but let mm-hmm. me hear it. I want to I want to know. This is what it's all about, is listening to your opinions on a subject. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you're right or wrong or what people think you're right or wrong? It's your podcast. Do it. Have that conversation. I was going to say, this is the place. I mean, there's no rules, obviously. You just come on and talk about whatever. So even if you guys had to, I mean, obviously they're not going to like have a fight on the air, but even if those two guys disagree on something, you can hear Mikey's point, you can hear Randy's point, you can hear the merits of both and decide what... That's the perfect point where you go, just like all podcasts, you hey, listener, we disagree, what about you? Where uh-huh. do you guys fall? It's the standard It's the standard <laughs> spot to put that in, relieve the tension, move on to another topic. It's beautiful. And then if you're debating a point, I liked last night, I liked The Last of Us, which, which one's more visually interesting? Hey, caller, what do you think? Oh, man, Ooh. I really like potatoes. Okay, thanks, caller. And then at that point, you can be like, chop, 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 get three or four or five people in on that because that's an easy just, you know, few-second answer, you know. Yeah, I really like this I uh, because this, this, this. All right, what about this guy? What about you? What about you from freaking Finland over there? What do you like over there? But here we are critiquing, of course, you know, podcasts, you know. Shouldn't be doing that. I mean, Welcome you know, to we Third got, Shift's podcast know, exactly. review show. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Where we critique other podcasts that are similar and doing things. <laughs> Meanwhile, our third and fourth episodes were fantastic. We were totally on the ball. Oh, so. <laughs> no, God. Don't go listen to those, everybody. <laughs> no, it... It seems, you know, they're doing good. I like them. I hope they continue. I just want them to succeed, so I definitely hope they pick up some really cool um, guidelines and get things focused and, and rock and roll. You know, I just just stop with the damn Borderlands 3 questions. Yeah. Just, just stop just, it. Just have the call screener. What are you talking yep. about? I want to ask about Borderlands 3. No. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Anything man. Anything else you got? Uh, I kind of want to talk about DLC. All right. Don't, don't talk about Borderlands 3. Just ask the DLC question. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's that easy. Exactly. You know, I I will call in someday. Someday. <laughs> I'm finding that it's tough though because it's Sunday at five thirty. You know what Sunday five thirty is? It's dinner time. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of cooking dinner, and then I go, <laughs> "Oh crap! What's going on in the show? Oh look, they got like sixteen minutes left." And then of course I'm not ever gonna call in and be the d bag who's like, "I want to ask question." And someone's already brought it up, or someone's already mm. asked it, you know, or I'm not going to do that. So it's, I got to get there. I got to watch or listen to it while I'm cooking dinner or something. There you go. So I can be paying attention, and then I can be like, oh, this is the moment. Here we go. I got something good. And, la- and lately, my Sundays have actually been busy. I'm out to a movie. I'm out doing this. I'm out having dinner. And it's just, oh, crap, that was today, and uh, it's too late now. Or especially, hey, I'm in a movie. Well, my phone's off, so I don't even get the alerts that it's actually happening right now. Mm-hmm. nothing i could do but yeah hey if you guys want to watch it live you want to call in live tune in 5 30 p.m eastern time on sunday catch the stream live on twitch.tv slash nerdvana live and hey if you missed it like i sometimes do like some of us do you can catch the vod and the aod vod's up on twitch and aod you can find in your uh, podcast app dun, 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 dun. that wraps it up man what else we got this week nothing 
Gearbox Development hasn't really been up to too much. Gearbox Publishing hasn't posted anything since October 27th, I believe it was. Something so, like that, yeah. Hint, hint, wink, wink, Gearbox Publishing, we want to hear from you. We miss you guys. Now, it, it is about that time because they usually do end-of-a-month wrap-up. But I'm also concerned because they've had publishing people in the Compulsion Games Journal. So I'm wondering if that's just where that's going to go or if they're going to do a separate full-on publishing blog again. I still again. like to do a separate one because they're, you know, they're handling Hello Neighbor. They've got a Fortnite. They you know still interact with it some level, I'm sure. They've got Hello. I, 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 mean, I don't know because both of those are just... Uh, both of those I mean, are just distribution. They just gave so. him money to distribute, and that's it. So, you know, maybe, I guess. I don't know. You're right. Who knows? I, I hope know. not, though. I just want to see him get into a rhythm of uh, being part of the community, posting up stuff and updates of what they're up to. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a billion times. Yeah. Get them on Gearbox. Just get out there. <laughs> get out there. Do it. So that pretty much wraps up the show. If you guys got any feedback for us, you can send that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme. You can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. And as always, we do have a wonderful Patreon set up with a whole bunch of wonderful patrons already on board, rocking it out, throwing us tips all over the place, helping keep the lights on. We've said it before. We've said it again. We thank you all that have donated, are donating, all that it's got us to the point where we can actually pay for the show without throwing money of our own pockets, which is fantastic because we've all said it a thousand times. We are poor people living in a poor world. Yes, indeed. And speaking on the Patreon, I have been working on another blooper reel. I think that's probably going to drop in the next few days here. And coming up, we are going to have a the Game Awards special that we're going to record. Our Game Awards predictions, our favorites for those categories. So if you want to check that out, just drop a tip in our jar. It's, it's just that easy. Just one little tip. Dollar, five dollars, ten bucks, anything you want, anything you think what we did is worth it, do it. And I'm going to drop a little extra incentive because it's going to put the fire under my butt. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, here it is. We're bringing to the patrons only the exclusive once in every blue moon, every once in a while thing. Eric's lost audio logs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so keep a lookout for that once every six once months. Every... You might see Eric on there. No, I'm, I'm shooting for once a month. That's my goal. Okay. One a month. Because I've got a lot of stories to tell, but I don't got an infinite amount of stories to tell. So, <laughs> But I do have some stories to tell. <laughs> so this will be for Patreons only, along with the bloopers that Matt rocks out, along with the uh, upcoming well, the one upcoming. Uh, game awards predictions things like that we're going to be putting out there just a lot of stuff we promised you guys once we got to a certain point we were going to start giving you more content and that's exactly what we're doing because that's how we roll and we appreciate all of you very very much that's right and of course this podcast drops every friday so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 8th of december for our very next episode and you can find those episodes on itunes on stitcher and on podbean and as eric said if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out Please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. Oh, it makes my heart grow. It makes my head grow because I really do appreciate it. You know we do. Those five-star reviews on iTunes are super important. You guys know this. There are stories to be told. I've told you. I've talked with Herman in Bangladesh. It got weird. Things happened. There's a story coming for Christmas. You guys are going to be very, very excited to hear it, and you're going to know even more about five stars and what they mean, not only to us, but to everybody involved. This story is deep. It's deep. All right, I'm looking forward to it. But until then, I don't have anything else to say, but 
And don't forget, forget to, to save! Shut up and sit down.